up to all my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan, and this is another episode of Traffic Talk. Uh, Traffic Talk is a segment of Freelance Jumpstart to where I specifically answer your direct questions. And as I'm driving on my daily commute, driving in the car, I give you answers. So this question today comes from another Reddit user, and the Reddit user asked the question of, how many logo options should I present to my client? And just to give some context, hello, I've been hired to design a logo for a company and I've come up with several ideas, but I'm not sure if presenting too many options could possibly be a bad thing. I was thinking I might present five options. Is this too many or is there such a thing as too many options? I don't have much experience with this, so any advice would be very helpful, thanks. So yeah, thanks for asking the question. Uh, you probably got a variety of different answers because there's different perspectives on this issue, but I really just wanna present both sides and then you can make a decision on what's best to do. So really, as it pertains to logos, you know, I'm gonna take a step back from that and just talk overall about being a designer, being a professional, and making sure you're leading the way in decision making. So what we tend to do is a client says, I want a logo. Now their logo is supposed to represent their business. And you know, we, we get a little bit of what they like. We ask them if there's any logos out there they like. We ask them what their colors are. And then we leave, uh, you know, spend time brainstorming, looking at other people's logos, trying to see what we can come up with. And then, you know, we have different ideas. So then we get to the point of, you know, the deadline that we sent. And then we reach out to the client. We say things like, hey, you know, I wanted to present to you these logos. I have multiple. Now, pausing right there and showing someone multiple logos, there's a little bit of a problem. As a professional, it is your job to lead the way and make decisions that are in the best interest of the client. So you're supposed to use your expertise, your knowledge, your skill, your experience to make decisions on behalf of the client because they don't know um, how to make decisions in this area. That's why they came to you. So when you present a client with multiple logos, they're going to have to make a decision then making the decision boils all the way down to their preference, not necessarily the goal of why you created the logo. So just to clarify, um, when you give somebody multiple choices, they're having to do work. As a professional, you should seek to take work away from your client and do it on their behalf. So I think you can use your multiple logos to show them how you arrived at choosing the final logo. However, I don't believe that um, you should give that many options to somebody in trying to choose a logo because then, it, then they might forget everything of what's important and base it on the look. Just a couple of quick things that I said, there's a lot here to unpack, but just a couple of quick things. One thing is if the client is deciding between five logos, then it, everything falls back to their preferences. But here's the thing, 
are they making the logo for themselves or are they making the logo for their client? So what I'm really asking is, who is the logo for? Is it for your client or is it for your client's customer? That's something you really have to think about. Uh, and, and I mean, here, here's a quick example. Here's a quick example. Uh, Tropicana orange juice. Most people are used to Tropicana orange juice having an orange on the carton with a straw in it, right? So if you go to the grocery store, they look for Tropicana, they look for the orange with the straw poked into the orange, they buy it. Um, the, the marketing team and the executives at Tropicana a couple of years ago, they wanted to change this. They wanted to update it. They wanted to bring it into the new age. So they changed the packaging on Tropicana and put it in grocery stores. It looked cool, it looked modern, and they got a new logo. Now, the executives saw that sales were dropping, and they didn't know why. Uh, they dove into the instance a little bit, and they dove into what was happening, and they found that they changed the carton so much, people didn't recognize the new carton of Tropicana orange juice, so they would skip over it and just go buy something else because they thought it wasn't in the store. Why am I saying all this? What does orange juice have to do with the logo? What I'm saying is, they used a cool design and they thought the design was cool. However, um, it didn't accomplish their main business goals, which was to be modern, but still make sales of orange juice. So again, you have to tie the logo to how it is accomplishing your client's business goals. So if you have five, then which of those five reaches the client's business goals and tell them why. Going from there, another thing that you should do is you should be chronicling the whole process of everything you're doing. So you had a meeting with them, you should be chronicling um, how you even drew and designed those five logos. Then out of those five, you have to narrow it down. You have to narrow it down to one and give reasons for your design decisions that are focused on the main goal for your client. So at the very least, if you say, this is the best thing for you. Here is the logo I created for you. Now your client may come back and say, I don't like it. That's when you say, let me present and show you why I arrived at this and why it's the best decision. And then you walk them through all your design decisions. You can show them pictures. You can say, I started here, but this is a dilemma. This is the problem. I fixed that problem by doing this. And then the logo evolved and then it became this new one but that wasn't perfect. Then it evolved and I had five. But out of those five, you can't have all, all five be your logo. So then this is what I did to narrow down the process. I showed it to other designers. I took a survey. I showed it to random people and this one resonated more than the others. Ultimately, one thing to consider is you don't want to get too caught up in trying to um, decide. In times like these, it may be hard to narrow down the five choices of the logo you have, and maybe you have a personal attachment to all of them, and maybe you think they're all good and you don't care what the client picks. Okay, in that case, you know, let other people make the decision for you, right? And this is what I mean. You can set up a free account with usabilityhub.com, and you can upload different logos, right? Um, you can have a preference tracker attached to it. So basically upload different logos. Um, you can have a public link. 
put the link on Twitter or put it in a design community. You can find a slight design community somewhere. Um, put that out there, maybe even on Reddit. I don't know. I don't know if that violates Reddit's posting guidelines or what, but maybe even Reddit. Um, post it on there and say, which logo resonates with you or which logo accomplishes fill in the blank goal, which is the client's goal. Um, you know, which logo accomplishes this and survey different people. Then you can, based on their responses, at least you have some data to back up why you're making a certain choice. And I know I used this before with the logo somebody loved and, you know, we did a little survey and many people didn't like it or many people got the wrong impression of what the company did. So then it was like, hey, you need to change your logo or choose a different option, not because we don't like it, not because it doesn't look good or anything, but you need to choose a different option because you are a legal company, but everyone who sees your logo thinks it's sports, can't use that. So yeah, those are some quick options. Again, just to summarize, narrow it down to one logo, explain and chronicle all of your design decisions of how you arrived at the one choice. And if you really can't decide, um, let some data of polling and asking other people and other creatives and other designers and even other people in the business space, you know, you can use usabilityhub.com to manage all those responses with their free account. And you can see and have some data behind what you chose. Uh, just as a resource, I would say two things. One is there is a French hand letterer named Sarah, Sarah Dayon, um, that is, uh, well, I'll just put it in the description below. I'll put her direct site. But um, Sarah, she does, she only does like one version. She doesn't do any revisions. She presents one logo and that's it. Her clients are always satisfied. And the reason they're satisfied is because she chronicles everything she does. Um, another resource is Sean McCabe at SeanWest.com. He also believes in the one logo approach, and he's even posted about it on Reddit as well. So he believes in the one logo approach, and he says one logo is what you're going to get. This is why, and he explains it. So you can read those resources, make the decision that's best for you. But uh, you know, I just wanted to give you some insight as to something that might be helpful to you. Well, until the next one. Um, I'll catch you later. As I mentioned, this is Traffic Talk. Uh, you can reach out to me directly to ask a question. Uh, not only that, but uh, any question that you may have, it doesn't matter. Like I said, this question came from Reddit. They can come from Twitter. Uh, they can come from commenting on a YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nathan Alote. Or you can go to my website, nathanalote.com, ask a question. I'll get it and uh, put it in the queue to get answered. Well, I'll catch you later. See ya.